Hello and welcome to this episode of the JRE Review. This one's a good one. The return of Jack Dorsey from Twitter. Now, this podcast and this conversation with Joe has been greatly anticipated in the podcasting world and in the rest of the world for online social media type users and the free speech debate. Basically, Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter, and if you listen to Joe all the time, you remember recently he had a pretty controversial conversation with Jack where he didn't, people felt like he didn't push Jack enough to really get to the bottom of what's going on with Twitter, who's getting banned, and all the rest of it. Well, this time around, he has Vijay Gaday, Gaday on, who works for Twitter. She's like a lawyer that decides who gets banned or not. And then Tim Pool, who's a journalist and is pretty wary of Twitter, and it makes for a pretty intense uh, conversation. So let's start the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? This was a very interesting conversation and one that I was really looking forward to. I didn't necessarily think Joe's last conversation with Jack was uh, quite as boring and controversial as people were saying. You know, I didn't necessarily think Joe needed to push him harder. harder. I was kind of just surprised that this guy even came on. And as a result of that, I thought that it was kind of Joe's job, in a sense, to to not necessarily... I mean, Joe's not one of those confrontational... Uh, talk show host guys i mean it's not like going on up against um bill maher or one of those guys and challenging ideas and it's definitely not like a sean hannity type show Uh, you know so joe just talks to people he likes to get to know people but anyway people wanted to know they wanted to get to the bottom of what's what's allowed what's not allowed so joe brings on this guy tim pool and tim pool is a journalist that's done a ton of research and you'll hear it and he's pretty fucking adamant about what he's saying about twitter he doesn't like their policies he doesn't like what's getting banned and the way it's going he says it's like a real problem globally because people's free speech is getting fucked with and who decides who gets banned and when and then vijay vijaya uh, who is the, basically the Twitter lawyer, is saying that, um, you know, we're doing our best to uh, mitigate these problems and, and we review as many accounts as we can to make sure people aren't getting banned unfairly and that everything makes sense and 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 so on. So, you know, they, they kind of come to a head with it. But you do get a little bit more understanding, and at least to me, and you get a feel for it in this conversation. If if this sort of discussion is important to you, this is a must-listen-to conversation. Uh, for I mean, really, it should be for anyone. If you have any social media presence, or you plan to, or like you do a podcast, even if it's you know a stupid one like this one, it, it, it's worth understanding the rules of the people that in a lot of ways are controlling social media and controlling these these um, outlets of free speech. I mean, I never want anyone to tell me, look, you can't cuss on your podcast or you can't just discuss anything that you want to. 
you know, I want the freedom to just discuss things that are interesting to me. And uh, the Rogan podcast is obviously that. So I like to talk about it. Um, They talk a lot about machine learning interactions to ban people. Like, so I guess they have these programs that just go on Twitter and they look for patterns in behavior and then they can decide to ban things. So then there's like not an appeal process, but there's a group of people that when they're ready to ban an account, they kind of go back and manually examine it. But a lot of times things get flagged just based off of reports Somebody reports something that was said, and then therefore they get banned. So so Tim jumps in, and he's like, well, why did Milo get banned? And if you don't know who Milo is, I'm not going to explain. He's just one of those, you know, he's on Rogan before. He's he's like a, almost like alt-right guy that is very controversial, but he's been banned. Obviously, Alex Jones has been. So it's kind of getting to the bottom of like what what was happening and they and they went over these specific cases so you get to kind of decide and get a feel for like how it's going um to me in a lot of ways and to joe like the stuff milo said didn't sound that bad like he's obviously a lunatic as a person he's probably said really fucked up things but um tim paul the again the journalist is trying to make the point that listen some people are getting banned for some things that are bad and for some things that are not that bad and then there's other people that aren't getting banned at all and they're keeping they're they're saying very threatening things and they're getting to stay and a lot of tim's points are that the conservative side of things is getting more harshly reprimanded than the the liberal side of things so it's like a far right far left ideology issue and he stays on this point very very strongly now i've read a few articles about this because they pop up in my news feed, because obviously this is the shit that I, you know, I'm like Googling and thinking about all day. So Google knows that I, I'd be interested. But some of the articles are interesting. You know, basically, there are a lot of people out there now that work for different publications. And the one I read, I think, was Forbes ma- magazine. Well, not the magazine, but the article. It was just online. And they they do reviews like I'm doing um, for the Joe's podcast. And, uh, you know, they write about what happened and what they what they hear. But, you know, there's some major agendas in there, too. I mean, they came down on Tim really hard. I don't think Tim's a conservative and he wasn't necessarily choosing the conservative party or agenda to like protect. I think he would have done it if it was the other way around, if it was the conservative agenda pressing back against liberalism. I think his point is. As far as I could tell, he's just saying that, look, neither side should be um, should be pressured. It should be consistent across the board so everybody knows where their voice lies and what they can say. Like, things have to be consistent. There can't be bias, which is important. Even the article I read had a major bias in, and they were making Tim out to sound like some sort of Republican nutjob. And I, I'm just like, I don't think that's right. Listen to it yourself. You know, this is what you're going to have to pick up on. But um, going to the lawyer, the Vijaya lady, I wish I could remember her name. Joe was having problems with it too, but uh, she's very smart, right? And she stays very calm the entire conversation, just the same as Jack. They speak calmly. They wait. They're patient. People weren't talking over each other. It really was an excellent debate all the way through, which is nice. It's not a lot of shouting and, and stupid things. And uh, and she has a lot of excellent points, um, and she really stands by them and and backs them up. And then um, 
you know, I think she just represented herself really well on that. And, and it's important, I feel, to talk about because regardless of what you think of ideologies or whatever at Twitter, it's nice to know that these two are willing to put themselves out there, Jack and Vijaya. They're going to put themselves out there. They're going to come on these shows. They're going to discuss these things calmly and clearly. And they're going to, you know, even as Jack Dorsey said, this is ongoing. There's going to be no perfect system because, you know, Rogan said time and time again, this is unprecedented. What Twitter is and how powerful they are, it's never happened before. The voice for presidents, world leaders, billionaires, millionaires. I mean, it's across the board. Everyone has something to say on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I'm saying all this and I don't even use it. I don't use that app. But things get referenced. You hear about stuff. Uh, There's always news articles on things people have tweeted you see it on the tv and oftentimes it will pop into your instagram feed that i occasionally check uh generally though i kind of stay off social media as a whole because the more i'm understanding about it and the more that i see from friends and people like what rogan is saying and guests that he has on it kind of takes up too much of your fucking life and it i think it's kind of driving people a little bit nuts you know if it's important you're going to hear about it anyway But whatever you do with it, it's totally up to you. I mean, people love this shit, so it's fine. Um, Tim does suggest that Twitter should be regulated by some kind of law, like a free speech law issue. That seems dicey. I mean, putting the government in charge of things. But I think the point he's making there, and, you know, really correct me if I'm wrong, because I often am, because I'm not very smart. But what I think he's saying is that... um, these regulations need to be consistent they need to follow kind of free speech laws in the u.s and they need to also make sure that since the things like twitter uh do have major influence over like who gets elected foreign government stuff foreign governments or foreign bodies can like influence our elections through twitter that twitter needs to take massive responsibility for and that's what tim's really scared of i think that's a legitimate um concern and jack didn't seem super concerned about that i don't know how concerned i expected him to feel or sound but it's a big deal i mean the 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 platform itself is gigantic that cannot be understated and how it goes about finding a solution to these problems is very important that's why i'm pretty optimistic about it after hearing this podcast because that's now like six hours of joe talking to jack essentially through two podcasts it starts to give you a real idea of who the guy is and he's thinking hard about this he's not just sitting back and going yeah whatever um you know again the big the big focus was like it seems like liberals don't seem to be being banned in the same way as different kind of conservative ideas. And why is that and what does that mean? And and really, if that is true, then that's a dangerous ideology. The Twitter guys were saying, no, that's not what it is. It's individual cases that we're looking at. But Tim Pool's issue was like, well, I think they already have a liberal bias. So they're not even noticing that they're doing it. And it's a, it's a real problem. So, you know... And, and Jack really takes responsibility for the mistakes of Twitter. He does say that. He says the rules will change. They will evolve. Like, he understands that there's real problems. And and I think through that, and Joe kind of expressed it, he's very impressed 
that they're being so open, you know, um, that it was Jack's idea even to come back on the uh, podcast. And even though time and time again, Jack says that this is an evolving process and, and they're, they're going to keep working on this and find the best solution for it. Tim really ends just by saying that he doesn't like what Twitter's doing. He thinks that the, the oppression is there and Jack is just kind of justifying what's happening. He's not really trying to fix it, right? That That's pretty controversial, but, you know, that's how these debates go. And uh, towards the end of it, they're saying that free speech is disappearing and people are getting more and more sensitive, which oftentimes does sound like that's happening. But Joe kind of finishes up by saying, listen, um, the demise of free speech is greatly exaggerated. He knows he's a comedian. He deals with this all the time. He doesn't think it's... Um, quite as bad as people are making out when it comes to free speech. Um, you know, obviously there are sensitive people, people that get really worked up about it, but we got a lot of leeway and we can still speak freely and this is how we're going to get to the bottom of it. But I really enjoyed this podcast, especially. You've got to check it out and uh, see what you come up with with it. See what you get out of it and uh, um, yeah, see if anything I said makes any sense. <laughs> so who knows? Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Take care.